you know, one of the things that we've seen over the last little while, and we project through Google Marketing Live and things like that is, what's the role of voice search in all of this? And how is Google going to monetize that? Um, what's the combination of voice and screen? So we see Google Guarantee as a verified directory that Google can lean on and trust as the legitimate companies in every market. Okay, so that's where we are now in 2022. Where does Google then, in our estimation, take that verified group into voice search where, okay, Google, I need a power washing company. Okay, Google, I need my, um, my roof cleaned. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, what is up everybody? It's uh, Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach. We're coming with a uh, episode today I'm very excited about. I got my uh, two friends on. I got Lauren and I got Christina uh, all the way from Search Kings here uh, coming on today's show. How are you both doing uh, this wonderful day today? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks for having us, David. Yeah, absolutely, guys. I'm excited uh, for our chat today for kind of a background. Uh, you guys all know I'm, I'm big into software and automation and tools that can make our lives easier as business owners. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working with Nice Job and Jobber, as you guys know, but Search Kings has kind of come on my radar in the last couple of years. And uh, we've been working with uh, Christina and her team and Lauren. Um, to actually get our business uh, ranking on the Google Guaranteed program. I looked into it myself. I did not want to go down that rabbit hole. So I got a hold of Christina and she got our whole uh, account set up and uh, we're off to the races now with Google Guarantee. So that's a little background, but I'd love to hear from you, Lauren. Can you kind of just tell us more kind of who you are, your background, and kind of what what even led you to uh, get going with Search Kings, and then we'll we'll hear more about the product and everything. Yeah, for sure, David. Thanks for having us. Um, Search Kings, we are Canadian owned and operated. We have about eighty five employees between uh, Toronto, Vancouver, and of course now with COVID, people working from uh, all sorts of places all across the country, including Nova Scotia. Um, and we have some employees elsewhere. So um, we are a digital marketing company specializing in home services, marketing and lead generation. So I know uh, for you, uh, step one in a business is making sure the phone's ringing and getting customers. And uh, as a listener of your podcast, I keep hearing you say that. That's where we fit in. Um, so we have... Uh, over 4,000 customers, and the majority of them are in the home services space. You know, typically guys with, uh, you know, less than a million dollars in revenue who are looking to uh, scale their business, um, hopefully get out of the truck and, and get into the business more. Um, so that's who we are. Um, about, what are we now, uh, four or five years ago, 
Google started to introduce the Google Local Services or Google Guarantee Program, first in the US and, and then coming to Canada. And um, in our scrappy startup mentality, um, we quickly shifted at that point to include Google Local Services as a core product offering, um, in addition to Google pay-per-click and uh, display advertising and YouTube and such. So uh, we pride ourselves on, on being gritty and, and kind of getting on the ground with our clients and figuring out what do they need this month and, and you know this week even. Because if your phone's ringing, uh, we're doing our job. And if it's not, we got to figure out how to get it ringing. Yeah, 100%. So to the listener, I just want to be clear on Google, there's a few different things going on. So the first one is we all know about our Google reviews and our organic listing on Google. We want to get reviews and get people when they search, you know, pressure washing in your area, your company will come up. Now, step two, there's PPC ads or pay-per-click, right? When you search, you're going to see Google say that little ad word. Um, when you search again, pressure washing in your area, you'll see those few companies come up. We're talking about the third thing Google's doing, which is the guaranteed program uh, or their LSA ads, Google local services. And that's the little green check mark you said that says, you know, Google guaranteed. So that's what these lovely folk at Search Kings are, are doing. They're ensuring that your business actually has that little green check mark. So can you kind of tell us, Lauren, what the process is even for getting that little green check mark and do you advise the little guy to take it on i know for me i hate little details and so i was like yeah this this looks like a bear trap so i wanted to hire you guys but can you kind of talk at a high level what that process is to get our business up there with the little green check mark because it looks super legit but what is that process kind of just walk us through that yeah so i'll give you the background first of all for any listener i know when i listen uh i'm on my phone i usually am walking the pop Mm -hmm. uh take out your phone and just do like a plumber near me search on on google and you'll see on your phone these are two ads that basically fill the entire page and then you'd have to scroll to get down even to the pay-per-click keep scrolling down to the maps and then keep scrolling down for the organics and so back in 2016-17 google realized that they have a little bit of an issue with the Google pay-per-click space in that you can be a uh, legit company or you could be a guy with four cell phones in your pocket answering to different power washing. You know, um, this is ABC power washing. This is alpha power washing. And all you needed back then was a credit card and a website and you could be top of page on Google. Mm-hmm. Well, this is sort of a field day for scammers. Right. And so what Google created was essentially to compete with the Angie's and Homestars and all of these programs, a verified directory of power washing companies, of pest control companies, roofers, you name it. And in order to show up in that top box, you were going to have to get verified or approved by Google in order to be there. So it wasn't just credit card and website. And so we saw that as this is actually really good for our customers because you know we, we don't work with a guy with four phones in his pockets. He doesn't he doesn't stay around very long, right? He stops answering his phone and he he ghosts. You don't even know where he is anymore. Um, so we started to learn the process of what is it going to take for Dave's business to get Google guaranteed without him having to uh, pull his hair out with yeah. all the onboarding and the paperwork and such. And basically, we've created a. a 
an expedited process or a, a, you know, we think of it as business class, right? So if you want to get Google guaranteed on your own, you can do that. You basically need to have your license and insurance on the ready for Google and submit that. You then need to have a background check on the business owner completed. And then your Google Maps listing has to match everything, or your Google My Business has to match everything that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. So the verification of the account, when we were first getting into this, we would get calls from these one truck chucks with four cell phones saying, I tried to get Google guaranteed and they rejected me. You help me now. Yeah. Because we're like a, we're a customer facing human to help navigate Google's machine, right? And so once we realized that, we realized, wait a minute, we're not taking on people who've been rejected by Google. We're going to take people on who haven't started, they're busy, they run their company, and we're going to move them through the Google Guarantee program so that they don't really have to worry about it as long as we get the ducks in a row at the beginning. And so that's what you know, Christina helped you with, and, and that's what we do for our pros is making sure that we're not onboarding someone nefariously or in a way that Google is going to eventually catch them. Yeah. Um, so legitimate companies win on this program. That's for sure. Yeah. And you guys are just pros at doing it too. And so I think as a business owner, we're not looking for more things on our plate, right? I'll highlight this book. We talk about a lot in my program, right? This who, not how concept, uh, Dan Sullivan, here's a business coach, but if you guys have not read this, check this book out. But I like to, when I grow my business, ask who, can be the expert of this and take this off my plate rather than monkey around and asking how. Now, I'm not saying you need an endless budget, but what I am saying is your time is limited, right? We all have 2000 hours a year to invest if we work full time in our business. Granted, most people do more when they start this up, but you just don't want to have to go through uh, hoops and hoops to jump through. And, and I always just ask who is the expert that's already figured this out and try and, and shortcut my way in, in time there. So tell us, like, I want to know more kind of a bit in depth of this program a little bit, and then I'd love you to hear your crystal ball on where Google's going. But I'd like to hear this program's a little bit different too, I think, where you pay per lead that you get as well, right? So you're not paying for impressions or eyeballs. So can you just explain, Lauren, to the business owner a little bit, can we set a budget we pay and just kind of give a little bit more nuts and bolts of, of what's leaving our bank account and what can we hopefully get in return from Google from this program? Got it. So now we shift to we've gotten through all the hoops of getting uh, your company or, or anyone's company Google guaranteed. They have the badge. OK, so now you're eligible for leads, but it's got to be good. They have to be good leads. You got to be making money. So what happens now is you basically have the opportunity to only advertise when you want. Okay. So your hours, you can turn your ad off whenever you don't want. You can actually specify which types of jobs you're willing to pay for. So like in power washing, you have gutter cleaning, power pressure washing, window cleaning, do you do rooftop and skylight cleaning? Are you doing glass cleaning, right? And so as a business, you can then narrow what terms you're willing to pay for. So now let's say, you know, in your market, you're one of the first companies Google guaranteed because you listen to a coach and, and you get your, you know, you get your documents in order. At the beginning, you're going to get these leads, okay? Phones coming in, Google layers on a, a call tracking number. So the call gets recorded. Okay, then it lands at your phone 
or your office phone, you start to listen to these calls, you're paying approximately, let's just work on a number, $30 a phone call. Okay. So each market has a range, but roughly let's say $30 or so. Those $30 phone calls come in, but you don't pay for them until the call hits the 32nd mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's great. In the first 30 seconds, often you can determine if this is a solicitor or they're a legitimate customer, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now they hit the 32nd mark. If the if the person calling is calling for gutter cleaning, but you don't do gutter cleaning and you've actually turned off that job type, there's a process in there also to get a refund for the lead. So no other platform that we know offers anything like this, where the lead has to last 30 seconds in order to pay for it. You can actually uh, get refunds on leads that aren't legitimate. And so it's pretty quick in the first three months to know that there's positive ROI on these leads. So that sounds all rosy and amazing, but there's always a catch here, right? So what I think is important to know is, is at the beginning, the honeymoon's amazing. Leads are flowing in, call quality's high, refunds coming, positive ROI. And then the competition joins the program. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we've, we've implored our clients to do is get on first, get on early, start having Google recognize your company as a company that's been on Google Guarantee for a while, has generated leads, and their algorithm starts to recommend you more and more, okay? So now let's fast forward, and there's seven or 10 companies in your market that are all Google Guaranteed, okay? They're all advertising to the same zip codes, and they're all advertising um, Skylight Cleaning, let's say. Okay. So what Google has to do then is they're going to only show on mobile two companies and on desktop three. So the challenge becomes how do our clients show up at the top with more consistency than their competition so that they can generate those leads. And this is where we get into what is Google ranking the companies on. And so we've been in this for, you know, five years, we've learned a lot about what Google is looking for from the Google guaranteed uh, washing company. Um, so one of the things we know, and, and Christina, maybe you'll jump in with in case I miss anything here is you talk, Dave, all about Google reviews and the importance of Google My Business as a lead source. And you, once again, you're ahead of the curve there because what Google's doing is they're saying, okay, how many Google My Business reviews have you received in the last seven days and in the last 30 days? And so what Google's looking for in what they call social proof is which washing company is making customers happy in this market. And they have their indicators, which is proof. They don't see your FSM. So they don't know how many booked calls you're making off of these leads, but they know a couple things. They know if the call was answered because they're recording the calls through a tracking number and they're charging you at the 32nd mark. So let's, you know, let's follow the money here. Google makes money at the 32nd mark. So if your power washing company answers every single phone call, and 85% of them go past 30 seconds and you foster the lead and you have an average call length of two and a half minutes, your social proof is going to rank high. Mm -hmm. Then 
Google loses sight of the lead, right? Because the lead is handled by your company. But after the lead is followed up with a booked appointment, customers happy and they leave a Google review, Google picks up that trigger as well. So when you combine the trigger of answering the phone with a real person, and that's the, a tip that um, it took us a while with our data to really connect to, what is Google looking for? Answering the phone with a real person rather than a phone tree mm -hmm. and getting that Google review at the end is connecting Google to your company and saying this Google guaranteed company, Revive or whoever is making customers happy in this market. Yeah. Uh, Christina, is there anything else you think I missed there? Um, those are the two factors I would say as a business owner, you have more control in. Uh, one other thing I would add is uh, when it comes to ranking and lead volume, and it's a conversation I have with uh, all of my clients is the bid and budget strategy. So that does come into play as well. Of course, if you are willing to pay Google more per lead, you, typically Google will give you more leads as well. So that is something that comes into play as well. But I would say the uh, responsiveness, how well you are at answering your phones and your reviews are a huge factor when it comes to your ranking. Yeah, that's uh, so well said on uh, on both of your parts. I think this is, this is a very educational podcast. So I'm just thrilled we're, we're recording this and going to help a lot of people for sure. Because I do think these software tools you know, what, whatever you're using, I think at the end of the day, if you're running a rock solid business, doing great work, your customers are happy. I think these tools are really just more your megaphone shouting to the world, like, Hey, this company's legit blinking red light. And so, you know, I think the reality is the consumer eyeballs are not going anywhere. I think they're more coming online, looking for search, looking for their thing. And Google just wants to take the relevant company and say, hey, check this out. And quite honestly, I think where Google's heading is if you don't get Google guaranteed, I think you're going to get kind of lost in the shuffle. And you see big tech companies literally rolling this out to if you pay, you got to pay to play. You got to pay now. Like you're literally your Facebook posts now on a company page I was reading show to like 7% of your audience, right? Unless you boost it and throw some money in the machine, we'll get this thing going. So I think that's kind of what's happening on, on Google as well. But I'd love to hear Lauren from you guys. Like, what do you see? Again, it's hard for anyone to even know what's going on at Google, but if you shine a light on your crystal ball here, what do you see as kind of big trends maybe coming uh, as you guys live in this space in Google? I think we can all agree the eyeballs are there for search, whatever your business is. But what do you see coming down the line in 2022, 23, 24, if we look the next few years? Is it this guaranteed program or do you see other things that maybe we should be on the lookout for and again we're not holding you to this but we do know you're an expert here so i'd love to put you on the hot seat and, and see what you think i think an expert's supposed to be right most of the time so i'm not <laughs> going to call myself an expert but i will typically throw a whole bunch of things at the wall and, and keep an eye on them and see which ones are still making growth or you know having momentum as google's moving so mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we've seen over the last little while and we project through Google Marketing Live and things like that is what's the role of voice search in all of this and how is Google going to monetize that? Um, what's the combination of voice and screen? So 
we see Google Guarantee as a verified directory that Google can lean on and trust as the legitimate companies in every market. Okay, so that's where we are now in 2022. Where does Google then, in our estimation, take that verified group into voice search where, okay, Google, I need a power washing company. Okay, Google, I need my, um, my roof cleaned. So Google's, in my estimation, is going to then pull in from those Google guaranteed companies, but they're then going to potentially integrate even through voice with your FSM to determine who's actually available right now and which company can serve this, this query right now. And are they close, open, and have they done a good job with the responsiveness and reviews? So for us, the push is make sure you're standing in Google, both Google My Business and Google Guarantee or Google Local Service Ads, is it you're in good standing in both of those. Mm -hmm. Your reviews are the biggest social currency we can wow. talk about. Because once it's voice, there isn't even a choice. It will be, you know, uh, ABC washing is nearby. They have availability tomorrow between 9 and 11. Do you want to confirm? Wow. And that's it, right? And so how do you get into that spot, right? Where customers are saying, okay, Google, you decide. We trust. That's what Google would want because they can monetize the whole experience. That's based on me living and obsessing on this program, but by no means do, do I see that immediately. Yeah. But from a macro level, this decade, it probably would. You know, you look at companies dominating now in their industry will have one, two, 300 Google reviews, let's call it. I do really believe in two, three years, it'll be to have a thousand reviews will be like more normal. Like you're looking for plumbers, it'll say 1K reviews and a 4.8. Okay. And I do think we're getting so busy. You're right. If we can just voice to text, do the search, get the thing booked and get an email, you know, the crew is coming next Thursday to do the thing. Like, good to go. And it sounds like crazy to talk about this stuff. Do you see a, a competition coming with what Amazon, do you know much about Amazon home service program? Like, can you talk about how those two might rival? Because at some point, someone's going to more plant a flag in the home service industry and really, and it's happening right now. But what, what do you see as kind of the two big players there in the next few years? Yeah. So I've seen so Amazon Home Services actually started earlier and they were, you know, sort of 2014, 15, starting to build this. Um, I took a particularly close interest in it right away at that point to see what are they doing and how is that going to compete with our company at Search Kings, mm -hmm. right? And the way the Amazon product, which makes sense to me, has evolved is more product installation mm -hmm. than service Based. So you're, you're buying a toilet and you're offered the installation all through Amazon. You're buying the ceiling fan and the installer's an extra 20% or whatever that is. That makes sense to me. And I, I think Amazon wins there when you're doing a good and then an installation of the good. Where you're doing service, it's proximity. 
right? And therefore, it, I don't think Amazon will have that foothold. We've seen other directories locally in Toronto or, you know, in, in place in the US through the Angies and things like that, that attempt to get hyper local. And that's where I think Google will win because of the connection between Google My Business and how many pros are in each neighborhood listed. That's, that's why I think Google will own the home services space, but the integration to automatic scheduling and how that ranks will be interesting because you can book now directly in Google local services through select FSMs. How do they rank that and compare that to answering the phone, talking to the person for two and a half minutes, booking it in real time over the phone? What's Google going to do with those two customer experiences? I don't know, but that's what we do all day at Search Kings is we're deep in the Google Ads platform. Mm -hmm. And so any new trends, any new opportunities, we turn to our customers and say, okay, this isn't an ironed out program. This is an early adopter opportunity are you the client who wants to say yeah i'm in and let's figure it out or do you want to wait six months and let us use another hundred people as our test case so yeah. our clients fit into both of those buckets some of them are doing it from a a retention point of view or just a survival i need to be in this space because my competition is in this space mm -hmm. so i'll be there others are saying what's the next move and search kings that's why you're in my uh arsenal yeah, because I need you to make sure I'm always ahead on anything Google's up to. Hundred percent. This is very well said. Like I've seen, we were early to it in our space that we talked to Christina, and there weren't even two other companies ready to go. So we kind of sat in the queue, and then she let us know, "Hey, we're good to go. Let's turn it on." But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of took off in plumbing and HVAC first, and then I personally think. The companies we work with, mostly in pressure washing that are starting to get on this, they would still be considered more at the forefront. Obviously, I don't know every market, but I think you'd probably be a bit more early adapter. Uh, it would, would be my, is that correct to say in, in the washing space, would you say, or, or is it starting to be more like this is just very much normal now? I would give you guys as an industry, the pressure washing industry, which we watch along with um, some of the other early are in there, you're in your sort of infancy toddler phase, yeah. right? So pest control are teenagers. They've been on this program for three years. Most markets are familiar with it. You're right about HVAC and plumbing. They're mature. Mm -hmm. the, the changes that come there trickle down to pressure washing. When message leads, as an example, came in, yeah. it comes in in certain verticals first, yeah. right? And HVAC is one that has a lot of volume as far as uh, contractors and pros, mm -hmm. but yeah, those people listening, I mean, people listening to you, I'm sure, always trying to get ahead in their business. Mm -hmm. If you're doing a search in your market, you know, pressure washing, best pressure washing company near me, mm -hmm. and there's no Google guaranteed showing up, that's an indication that just like you had, Dave, there isn't uh, other competitors yet in the market. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would say that it's early. Yeah. I actually texted my buddy in our market. I'm like, get on this program. I want to get this going. Get, get. It's like, you might have to end up doing that too, because at a certain point, like 
it's just not even fair. I think all these tools at your disposal, you said, you know, the getting someone on field service management, right? Wrapping your truck, having a website, Google guaranteed. Like when you start stacking the chips, it's just not even fair. I think for people listening to shows like this, getting busy behind the scenes, it's, I always say it's not about the pressure washing or the window cleaning. It's more of these backend systems, these infrastructures that truly, I believe, make you a business owner. Uh, and that's why this show is all about moving from a technician to the CEO level of, of business ownership. So um, yeah, great, great point on, uh, on that one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there's one more thing I think that what Google Guarantee does for the business owner to help them develop is the nature of the program has the, all the calls recorded. So this is a really great way for a business owner to have to keep track of what's happening from a customer experience point of view. And the way I always envision it is Google's got this big device to listen. So they're listening to what's happening inside your company. You should listen to what's happening inside your company so you can see the hold time. You can see how quickly the individual answering the phone is asking what their zip code is to know, do we serve that market, right? And, and that whole experience of listening to the phone call, for me, allows a business to scale because you can convert a much higher percentage of leads to booked calls when that process is tight and really customer centric. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Um, what, one other thing I want to throw your way, Lauren, is, um, you know, we're talking about getting jobs and marketing and that's all good. Do you see a dominant tech player coming in to solve our labor crisis we're experiencing a lot. I try to focus a lot of the trainings on this, on, on recruiting and getting a great team. Do you see our industry getting shooken up in the next handful of years with the company that's like, we've figured out how to get great people and make this a, a rewarding career? Do you see Google having an army of 100,000 technicians or do you think they're just building the back end that a business owner like myself could supply the team and say, Hey, this, let's make the phone ring. Like what, what's your crystal ball on that one? Big question. Yeah, it's tough. If we, if we knew how to fill every one of our clients with technicians on, with a reasonable budget, we'd be off to the races. This is what we see. The offering that a business owner is making to a potential new technician and the priority that they have to place in hiring that person needs to be far more important than closing your next customer, even if it's a high ticket item. And so, you know, our approach on the hiring, which is an interesting question, I didn't even think we were going to talk about it today, was that the there's a lot of directories out there where you can post your job and job posting sites, right? And we talked to all of our clients and 90% of them are using it, one of them. And the amount of good candidates coming in are very few. The candidates don't want to submit a resume. They want a text message and say, are you hiring? And they somehow this generation feels that there's a response that they are entitled to fairly quickly to say, of course, we're hiring. Come on in. We're going to give you whatever you want. And you can have unlimited time off. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's a total culture shift. But what we've learned is Google advertising for generating leads can also work for finding technicians. So think about someone trying to find a job in your market and what search queries they might put in, 
right? How to pressure wash, let's say, right? And they're just starting to think about running their own pressure washing company, mm -hmm. perhaps, or, you know, getting started in lawn care. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they want to become a power washer, right? So what we're doing there is we are bidding on and sh uh, search terms mm -hmm. that are based on that audience group, okay? People who are looking for work, but then instead of taking them to some directory where they have to submit their resume and then maybe get a phone call one day, is it's an immediate call to action where they receive the business owner, whoever's the HR you know, lead or someone who's going to answer the phone or text message. And right away, if that potential technician clicks on the ad, goes to the website, fills in the form or sends a text message or makes a call, that business owner is treating that like the biggest customer of the month. And they meet with them within 24 hours. By chasing these leads, we are seeing our clients hire. And so then what happens is the client will call us and they say, okay, we're, we hired, we got them. And we say, okay, well, your budget so far for this month, let's say they spent $750. And they found a, a technician. Well, then, Dave, they usually say, okay, we're good now. Yeah. Right? And then we say, no, 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 no. Are you sure? Because there aren't unlimited technicians out there. Yeah. So you should stay in the game. Because, you know, I, I'm not sure what it, what it is in, in your market, but what percentage you pay a recruiter to land you uh, an employee. Mm -hmm. We know this could be 5 to 10K. Easily. So easily. So what we do is we use Google marketing to direct the actual technician right to you on your cell phone hmm. and try to do that for five, 600 bucks a month. Yeah. And, and see within three months, how many technicians did you actually land? So I think it's, it's the personalization and the direct immediate communication with the prospect is where this is evolving to. As opposed to, and believe me, we run these campaigns. I was listening to a call last week. We generate a lead for an HVAC company and it was in uh, Austin, Texas. And the guy calls in and he says, uh, I'm interested in a job. And I'm like, this is great. I'm celebrating. And then the response was, okay, yeah, we're hiring. Please come in and drop off your resume. And I disconnect from the call and I'm frustrated because they are spending, it could be $200 for that phone call. Yeah. So that, that technician needs to talk to someone. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop off my resume right after I go to Blockbuster and bring back my uh, video, or <laughs> whatever it's called, you know? It's just like yeah. literally that's, it's all about speed to market. And on our hiring boards, our first call to action is text the candidate. You know, we get someone good in, I tell our office team, text the candidate, let's get them chatting. Let's, let's get this going, you know, 24 hours might as well be 24 months like it's just got to be be quick so just so i'm clear we're talking about our external clients we started the call with go out and you know get google guaranteed but are you guys running campaigns for google jobs as well that bring technicians is that a thing you guys offer or or no so google jobs is that directory board right very similar like google my business for the job boards the challenge that we found with that is they aren't going direct to the business owner so if you, again, if you do like a power washing jobs near me, let's say, or how much does a power washer make, yeah. the, the Google page currently funnels you through these job directories. What we're doing is we're putting a pay-per-click ad above that 
that says power washing job, revive washing, hiring now, here's the phone number. And then you get a direct call and you're basically, you're jumping the queue. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to chat more off call about this because uh, I've, I've definitely got my interest peaked, um, especially the members in our coaching program. We're coining February as our recruiting month. So we're going, uh, going all after it. So we'll definitely chat more on that because um, I think it's very interesting. And when you look at, you know, for purposes of our listeners, when you in washing, when you've got about eight technicians on your team, you're at about a million dollars, you know, eight to 10 technicians, depending on your services. So if we can figure that out um, and, and you put some of these basics into place with marketing um, and you let the thing snowball for a couple seasons, like you're going to have a really killer business. And then it just becomes about being a great employer and building a culture. And for me, that's the fun stuff. But um, yeah, there, there's just so much that goes into, into building a company. You got your external customers and then we call them our internal customers. But you look at what a technician could yield a business a year in, in net profit, 50, 75, $100,000. Good luck finding a client that will bring in that amount of net profit. So that's what Lauren's saying, everyone is like, let's shine a flashlight a little bit on the people that are really the business. Um, and I took this from Richard Branson, right? He says, you know, he's probably being facetious. He says, don't care about the customers much. I really care about the employees because when you do that, they take care of the customers. And what a, what a great way I think to view, view your business from a macro level. So it's a re really good chat and great, great points you guys are bringing up there. Go ahead. The other thing I would say is, you know, when a, we get a lot of calls from people saying, I'm hiring, I hear you guys do it, let's go. And we'll start the process and then we'll say, okay, why your company? Mm -hmm. And I think as a business owner, I challenge everyone to think why your service company instead of the company down the road. So what are the benefits that you don't need to negotiate them, advertise them, promote them, right? Don't hold back on the, um, on the allowance or on the flexible days, give it to them so that you can secure that employee because they're going to compare you to four other service companies on yeah. salary, on compensation of, as far as benefits, yeah. you know, and so uh, take good care of them as, as you mentioned. You know, one thing I wanted to, sorry, one thing I want to chat on that uh, is that it's surprising when I speak to business owners, how often I go visit the website, there's nothing about why work there. So just to add on to what Lauren's point is, promote it, but talk about it and don't be shy uh, put it on your website. People want to look for that. If they want to work for your company, if they've heard of your company and they want to see, well, let me learn a little bit more what they have to offer. If there's no information in there, you'll quickly lose that person and they'll go on to somewhere else. So uh, it's surprising how, how few business owners do talk about, you know, why work they're on their website. So important page to have on your, on your website. Yeah. Good, good gold nugget drop there, Christina. That's great. I've never had a three-way podcast like this. So this is a lot, lots of fun, good, good value from you guys as we kind of wrap up pretty quick. Um, I think that's a great point is creating that some form of a careers page, not where you're saying, you know, being in business since 1892, but more saying what's in it for me, the employee, what do I get? I think building an employer brand these next few years, I think that's the company that's going to win. And people aren't after a job anymore. They're after a lifestyle, right? And how does your, how does your brand fit their ideal lifestyle? I think is what we want to start 
talking about as as business owners so um yeah without further ado guys i'd love to hear um kind of the the best way uh to get in touch with you guys and then lauren maybe if you want to take the lead just on like can you describe for a minute kind of who your ideal target avatar would be for search kings because i'm sure you'll get some people uh heading over your way to uh to book some calls with you guys and and i'll link up um, you guys' contact in the show notes, of course, but just tell us, like, talk to the guy or girl right now on this podcast who would be a great fit, and then what's the best next steps, and then uh, then we'll close out here with you guys. Sure. Our clients typically um, in the home services space are looking to grow, first and foremost. Um, they're reputable. They'll put the work into the things, Dave, that you talk about. Um, marketing isn't free, right? So as a result, what we would say is once you determine, are you spending uh, 7%, 5%, whatever you're spending on marketing, as long as it's, you can attribute growth to it and what's working. So what's the ROI on each marketing stream? That's a good fit for us because a, a business owner who's a little too disorganized, and doesn't know if the $1,000 they're spending with Search Kings is working, they aren't a sticky customer for us because we go month to month with everyone. If your phone's ringing and you're making money, you're staying with Search Kings. If you're not sure if you're making money and you really don't know what's going on, you're eventually going to find a new shiny object to, to attract yourself to. So um, hungry to grow doing good work because you need those reviews. It's a full package. If you're, you know, if you're transaction and there's no recurring revenue or there's no lifetime value of the relationship, it's going to be tough for you to grow. So good businesses. And we do a vetting process. We want to hear what your business is and you know, what your plans are rather than, Oh, you called us great sign up here. So we do a little audit on the way in to say, you know, is this a good path for us uh, and for our business owners um, they typically have someone answering the phone. They, so they receive those calls and they do good work. That's, that's typically what we look at, uh, budgets, you know, recognizing they might need to spend 500 to $10,000 a month, as long as there's ROI attached to it. Yep. Yep. And lastly, do you have any ballpark of an ROI you think you guys are seeing? It's probably industry and market specific, but if someone, puts in an ad spend of let's just say a thousand bucks a month what do you think would be an acceptable return where and, and again there's a long tail strategy a lot of this could be recurring work too for us we get a window clean okay it's a small job but we can cross sell them into a house wash we can cross sell them christmas lights we can they'll refer so what would be a ballparky roi for a, a newbie listening right here yeah so for for the new person starting out what we have to know is what is your upsell opportunity? What's the best uh, case scenario on these leads so that we're going to only try to pay for traffic that will lead in that direction. Um, for some of our clients, it's a one-to-one. They just need to acquire customers. So if they can acquire customers without it being a loss, they're good. Others need a 2.5 to one, yeah. right? It, it, so it really depends. For us, we see it as a partnership where um, do you have a maintenance plan? Is there anything there that we can promote so that lifetime value grows 
And that original lead that maybe, let's say the lead costs $50. Did you hang on to them for three years? Right. Can you, can you attribute that? So um, we find that the people who are focused on, I spent 1000 and my ROI was only 1200 are really losing sight of where they want to be in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Don't trip over uh, pennies on your way to dollars. And also I think anytime you dip your toe in digital ad spend, there's the big T word of testing and you guys would know better, but I think you got to roll something for at least 90 days, maybe longer to actually know how's it working, who else are the players in our market, what are our services, what's your ad spend, um, it, it, how are you picking up the phone, you know, seasonality, like there's a lot of factors that go into this. And so I think um, there is a, a bit of a testing beta period as well, I think should probably be mentioned that that an owner comes in. And I think most business owners in the home service space, they just, it's my favorite quote. It's like, you don't know what you don't know. And I think a lot of people just lack seeing the full big picture. Uh, and how does this fit into the long tail strategy, like you said. So um, we'll wrap there, guys. It, it's a pleasure having uh, both you guys on, Christina and, and Lauren. You guys dropped some gold nuggets. Uh, I, we'll chat off script here, kind of learn more. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get you guys uh, back for another podcast. But I'm going to link up, guys, their contact info in the show notes. Um, you can go over uh, I'll, and uh, get in touch with Christina via email. And uh, we will blow up her inbox with uh, a bunch of requests here coming from the, the coaching podcast. So thank you guys. Uh, any last uh, words, uh, Lauren, maybe I'll put it on you to sing us to the outro. Any, any last gold nugget uh, tip uh, that you want to uh, leave the listener with? Yeah, I think sometimes um, when you're trying to grow, you have to make a decision. Do I hire one company to do everything for me? Or do I go and hire specialists and, you know, have, uh, depending on your sport or whatever it is, have one, you know, all-star in each position. We pride ourselves on being an all-star in the Google marketing space. We don't touch Facebook. We don't handle other um, avenues. So um, we're specialists in Google and, and we feel that that's, that's where we should um, focus in order to help our homeowners, our home business owners win. Totally. Well, well said. Be a specialist or hire a specialist, not a generalist. And you guys are Canadian too. So what, what's not to love uh, with that as well? So thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Christina. Uh, thank you to our listeners. Uh, until the next episode, uh, it's Dave Mormon signing off with Search Kings here. Uh, you guys have a killer day and we'll be chatting very soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.